Cool. Welcome, everybody. BC here with a special guest who I'm going to announce here in a second. As always, this is another episode of Supreme Being. I believe this is episode 60, so we're moving along quickly. Number one, uh, first and foremost, Team BC Sold sponsors this podcast. If you guys need anything real estate, make sure you go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the world. I believe right now we have 278 or 279 members are growing by the day. Shout out to all the newest members. If you're interested in joining, go to briancasella.com. If you're on Instagram, go to the link in my bio. And lastly, EXP Realtor, uh, sorry, EXP Realty for all the realtors, go to join.exprealty.com if you want to get your application in. Otherwise, if you want more info, you can message me directly. Cool. So I want to welcome our special guest. Pablo Espinosa de los Monteros, the God of Style, aka Mr. Mexico, aka Mr. Canelo Alvarez, aka Mr. Bigote, aka the champion who's been interviewed by a lot of people and uh, whose image and reputation exceeds whatever people say. So, welcome, brother. Yo, what's going on, brother? What's up? Thank you for having me here on your podcast. I feel honored. I mean, goddamn, goddamn. I must be stepping the fuck up. I must be doing something right. If if I'm doing something with BC, you know it's you know it's uh, something uh, important. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, Papa, I've known you for a long time. You've done a tremendous job. You're a phenomenal guy. <laughs> I'm a tremendous guy. Yeah. By the way, I know all the Mexicans in the world, all of them. <laughs> I'm not the only one saying this. Yeah, but thank you for having me here, man. It's um, I've been I've been uh, thinking about you. No gay, of course. <laughs> no homo, because. Uh, you, you mentioned something one time about collaboration, which is so important, but there are techniques that go about collaboration because I've been doing a lot of collaboration right now for my own podcast. My own podcast is called The Fashion Matrix, which is, by the way, a name that you came up with. We were going back and forth. Remember that? Uh, and we were like, man, how the fuck should I name my podcast? It's going to be this, going to be that. And then uh, we were going about going back and forth about, you know, everything's just a fucking game. It's all about a matrix. And my brother, Brian the fashion matrix and everyone was like damn i remember chris was there too right shout out to chris the yogi so thank you for that brother and i'm doing a lot of collaborations now man i have a schedule at least five to six interviews and it's helping me out a lot going from number 200 and something on my podcast worldwide right on the under the category of uh, society and culture now we're on number 60 Wow. 60. So, man, it was really, really fucking amazing. And I remember you talking about co collaboration. I've been thinking about you a lot because I know that there's a lot. I'll pass it back to you after I finish this to see what you have to say about it. That most people, most, in quotes, influencers, most people that are, you know, in the business of social media, whatever, are putting their truth out there. They want to do collaborations just for the quick, easy route. Like, oh, it's going to get me a lot of following. Oh, if I do a podcast with Brian, because he has a lot of fucking following, he's, he's going to get me a lot of following and, you know, I'm going to get more likes. And something that resonated with me when you said it is motherfuckers do it because you really connect with that other person and because it's not just that one little podcast. Maybe you can do an event with that person. Maybe you want to, you, you literally genuinely want to connect with that other person. And now that I'm doing it even more, because I've been doing it for some while, but now I'm really putting everything to it. It's like, damn, that's so fucking true, man. There's a lot of fake people out there trying to connect with you. Like, hey, let's connect. And they don't even know you. They don't know what you're doing. So I don't know, man. That's, I want to start by saying that, you know, that's it for me. Yeah, dude, I agree. You know, I think of a lot of stuff that I'm doing now, like me going to Australia here in a couple of weeks, 31st of March, I'm leaving to go to Australia. Glenn is somebody who I uh, connected with. Let's connect. Uh, <laughs> And real cool dude. And he's one of the few people who, um, one of the few people who actually genuinely connected with that I enjoyed connecting with. And same thing, if you look at my YouTube and everything else, I've collabed with people, but those collaborations have turned into friendships and business partnerships and that kind of stuff. I'm not just, yeah. we can say whoring myself out and just collabing with a bunch of people. And on the flip side of it too, I've told people I'm open to collaborate with a lot of people. Um, I just recently did a podcast with a Darren, I think is his name. And I told him on the podcast, you would think that everybody would ask me, Hey bro, let's collab. Let's do this. And no, I maybe get asked to do one or two podcasts a month, which at this point 
if you compare it to the volume of messages and emails I get, it's like 0.0005%. Or like you said, the message is, hey, let's connect. Like, what, what the fuck does that even mean? Let's connect. <laughs> so even like you brought it up, it's very important that when you collaborate with somebody that there is some strategy. Now, you don't have to come up with the perfect line um, or anything like that, but it just has to be genuine because when you're in a position like we are of getting messages all the time, you know who's being real with you yeah. and you know who actually wants to collaborate or somebody who's just, again, looking for a quick boost in their following or is just doing it to get their name out there and there's no real intention behind it. So even when I collaborated with people and reached out to them, it was strategic. And that's why nearly every single time I've talked to somebody or collaborated with them or reached out, they always reach out back and then we end up um, actually genuinely connecting because it makes sense. It's like the same frequency. It's the same vibe. It's or you, you are two lions coming together and you're like, yeah. okay, this is another lion. Let's do this together because we can yeah. grow and there's potential in this. Yeah. Um, but it's beyond just, oh, we, we're going to get a lot of likes and views. You know, it, it's creating like a partnership that has a long-term vision and a longer reach than just, oh, I'm going to do a podcast with Pablo, put it on, get some of his followers and then fuck him. I'll never talk to him again. I'll just go to somebody <laughs> Which is how most people do it, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, exactly. Hey, I like a tie down. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, of course. Of course, man. Learning from you, goddammit. Now I'm a I'm a hey, you know, I just wanted to say that this is a great opportunity because you're very smart. You're a very smart person. I know that you're not gonna let, <laughs> let it slip. <laughs> let me finish my part my live stream over here. Uh, for those that are watching the live stream right now, go to uh, Brian Casella's at Brian Casella and follow him and also the Supreme Being podcast. It's really phenomenal, and I'm not the only one saying this. Okay, end it with a gram. Do it for the gram, bro. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I mean, it's so fucking important what, what what you just said that people are doing it because they're fake, right? And I, I want to tie it, I want to tie this up with something that I really want to talk about with you that we were begin, at the beginning of this uh, podcast before you started recording. We started talking about it, and uh, you and I get this all the time, all the time, because especially you more than more more than me connecting with people from all over the world because you, you're following, whatever. People, it's like, I feel honored by being here on your podcast because I know that you're a smart motherfucker, right? You're not going to just get someone random just because, you know, for the following or because you, you run out of content. You never run out of content. You know, you get that question. I get that question asked a lot like, oh, bro, how do you stay motivated and keep up with new content? I'm like, how do you not do it? I mean, you cannot not get better. <laughs> so it's impossible to not keep creating if you are in, on that frequency. So it's fucking stupid. And I know that there's a bunch of idiots over there but just fucking, uh, they're mediocres, right? Average. They're just, well, I don't know what to say anymore on my podcast, so I'm just going to bring someone else. You know, it has nothing to do with what I do, but let's just fucking do it. And that's just fucking stupid. So the first thing that I want to say is, I'm always honored by being your friend, of course, and inviting me into your, uh, be doing a lecture for your, your program, uh, Modern Success, now being here uh, on your podcast. Because that speaks a lot about you as well, right? You as a person, as a, as a successful person, which is, is something that I highly recommend for everyone to start doing. Because when you collaborate with another person that maybe he has more money than you, maybe he has more following than you, or maybe he has something that you don't, it's no longer about you and your ego. Because most podcasters, most live streamers, they're doing it just because of the ego. Like, look at me, watch me, watch me. I want to have a lot of people watching me right now because I'm so fucking good looking. I'm the best. Like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> now, when you connect with, with someone like that, you know, I'm always willing to learn something from Brian. God damn it. The motherfucker is teaching me a lot. That's how we connect. And just like you said, it's uh, like two lions. Maybe we're not two lions. Maybe I'm a fucking eagle and you're a lion. Maybe you're the shark and maybe I'm a fucking, I don't know, scorpion or something like that. But we're yeah. both powerful and we're doing something really good. Now, the problem that I see is that people have so much ego on the equation. And I'm looking for a better word rather than being humble because I fucking hate that word. Like the etymology of being humble is literally <laughs> just being stupid. <laughs> Search it, do your research. But maybe... What's another word we can use? Maybe uh, being connected, right? Like understanding that you're not the best in the world. There's other people that you can create even greater things with, right? I mean, shit, I'm the best at what I do, maybe, but maybe there's going to be another person that can help me or maybe we can create even something greater. There's always a way to expand, to evolve, 
to become a better version. When we do our things right now, like you and I, that's really what, why I admire you, man. That's why we're friends because it's not just about, well, <laughs> shit, I'm throwing in a little bone at Pablito and the, the motherfucker needs it. God, the man, man shit, <laughs> right? And I don't know, man, that, that's what I see. A lot of people, because of social media, because of a lot of YouTube uh, videos or because of some podcasts, they feel entitled. And it's just, it's just, just about their ego and about me. And they don't give a fuck about connecting with other people. All they, they think they know what they don't really know. So me interviewing you or you interviewing me or maybe not interviewing, but just connecting in my own, on my own podcast as well as I'm interviewing some other people, I'm connecting with other people. You've connected with some I mean, great other people. We are literally being vulnerable. It's like we're not afraid of losing some followers because, oh, no, man, if I, you know, maybe I'm going to steal some of Brian's followers. No, man, I want you to take some of our followers and I want to take some of your followers. Not because I'm really stealing. It's because we are creating something greater, you and I. So that's it for me. <laughs> it's more like sharing, man. And really, uh, I think this is really tied with uh, something I wrote on Facebook the other day when I said <clears throat> money and power uh, doesn't change people. It reveals who they are. Yeah. And yeah. what we're really talking about is character, right? Now, when you get on the world stage and you have people following you and you become more and more of a brand, all it's doing is making deeper parts of you more visible to the world. And if you're a piece of shit, everyone's going to see that you're a piece of shit and you're going to become a bigger piece of shit. But if you're actually a good person, which this is why when people attack me or try to attack my character, I don't have to sit there and, and, and defend and be like, no, well, here's the thing. It's like, dude, I already know inside that I'm a great person. I don't have to prove it to fucking anybody because if somebody was to spend time with me and know of what I've done in the last couple of years alone, they'd be like, okay, he's a good dude. You know? So the people close to me, you've never seen me, uh, for example, spend time with somebody, then maybe we drift apart and we're not friends anymore. And then that person goes out and says, oh, let me tell you the truth about BC exposed. He's a fucking asshole and he scammed me. That never happens. And yeah. I've come into relationships with people and now maybe we're not close anymore. So I think that's really what it comes down to, dude, is we've created now with social media a platform for people now to truly reveal who they are, whether it's good or bad. And we're seeing a lot more people on the other side, which is it's all about me. I think I'm better than everybody and whatever it is. And that's why it's so difficult to input some of these little datums that we're giving like collaboration, right? And, and things of that sort. Because even what you mentioned, like, oh, I'm throwing Pablito a bone and we kind of laughed about it. I wouldn't even, yeah. even if it, I met somebody who was brand new and had no following, I wouldn't even view it as throwing him a bone because if I brought him on and he had something good to say, I'm like, hey, that's good for the audience. Yeah. Fuck me, fuck him. It's all about the audience because they're going to yeah. listen. They're going to get something good from it. So yeah. I don't really care if he has one follower, he doesn't have a fucking Instagram or YouTube. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. Like the, the dude, uh, I don't know if you saw the picture, the guy that delivered yeah. food. And he's That's like, oh, bro, I watch your shit on YouTube. I was like, oh, man. So I stepped outside of my house and we talked for five or 10 minutes. Like, I wasn't man. like, well, should I take a selfie with him because he has no followers? It's not going to help me. Like, that didn't go through my mind. I was, <laughs> he left. I was like, dude, do you want to do it? He's like, oh, yeah, just do a selfie. I was like, all right, fuck it. Send me the picture. I'll post it. And what did I do? Yeah. I told him, message me on Instagram. I'll post it. And, yeah. he, and I posted it. So that's really what it's about. It, it, in the end, the followers don't matter. That's why even on our YouTubes, we know that we don't get like a lot of views, even based on our subscribers, the views we get per video are low. Now that's yeah. happening to a lot of people, but especially in our niche of helping people, yeah. that, that's, that's just what it is. But me and you aren't, you know, sitting here like, man, this is bullshit. We're just like, fuck it. We're just going to keep putting out more content because yeah. 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 That, that's the thing is we're going to focus on the value of the content, not, oh, I need the, the best editing software and all that. It's like, yeah, that's secondary to us, but it's really about showing what we can to the world in the best way possible to help them. And that's really what it's about. So I think being too caught up in the other things is what causes people to get caught up in their ego and that kind of stuff. Because when they go to post a video, they care more about what the audience is going to think about them versus the information, right? Where I don't care, right? That's yeah. why in all these videos, oh, bro, you need better lighting. You need better audio. Oh, you're for sure on cocaine. And it's like, I don't care, right? I laugh. But I'm like, <laughs> okay. But to the other 99%, okay. Yeah, the other 99% that are listening to it, they're getting something good from it. That's cool with me, right? And that's really what the focus is because that's really what it's about, man. I mean, I know you agree with that, but 
you know, is there is there anything else you, you want to add to kind of what we've been talking about in, in regards to the subject? Of course, brother. I mean, even the, even just today that I was interviewing another uh, person that is supposed to be an influencer has way more followers than I do, and he's into fashion, right? And I was talking about it, how people get caught up in the, like a popularity contest. Us doing our YouTube videos, doing our podcast, it's because we're, I love that, man. We really don't care. I mean, we do care. We care about the truth that is putting out there. We are almost like, I mean, I don't want to sound like fucking cocky and shit, but even if I do, fuck you. So what? <laughs> so it's, uh, we are showing to the people that you can do literally whatever the fuck you want to do. Even if you don't get a lot of content, a lot of, a lot of subscribers, a lot of like a popularity contest, like, oh, watch me, watch me. I have so many followers because I know that there's something going on right now with the algorithms of YouTube and uh, of uh, Instagram. Instagram, getting a lot of followers right now on Instagram is so fucking hard because of this cock-sucking algorithm that you need to post something just on that. So if I'm getting known for fashion and then sometimes I put a car or a different hashtag, boom, immediately the algorithm gets me away. And it, that is happening right now. That's why now there's a, a, a trend going on with micro, micro influencers. That now the, 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 the brands want to go with the people that have 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 rather than the, the, the ones that have 100,000 because they know that they connect more with their audience, right? That's because <laughs> and, and on YouTube as well, I was watching, I don't know if you watch sometimes these, uh, the content things for, for the creators. I don't know if you ever watch some of these videos. I watched one, man. I watched one, like they teaching you supposedly for the creators of YouTube. And I saw this little girl, this young girl, she's like, I don't know, 19 or something like that. And she has like, man, millions of, of subscribers on her YouTube. And she had uh, a breakdown. She had a breakdown on, on, on content. Like she started getting depressed and all of these. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, just what you said, you're caring more about what, about yourself, about how they're going to perceive you instead of the truth how is going to help what you're putting out there? How is going to help the audience? It's not about you, man. It's about your words, your job, your profession, your passion. How is going to help them? Like, what the fuck are you giving them? Okay, they're giving you their attention, but what the fuck are you going to give them? Okay, because otherwise the equation goes like just down to shit. It's just about ego, 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 ego. And I really see that, man. People, for example, not wanting to cuss, right? Because I know that on YouTube, if you start cussing on the three minutes, on the first three minutes, but you get a band, you can't monetize and shit. I'm like, come on, man, what the fuck? So it gets me thinking, okay, what's, and I want to ask you this, man. What's the line? What's, what's the, the, like the balance between, okay, I'm going to do it for the audience because that's what they need or because, you know, yeah, I'm getting money out of this shit, whatever. And also doing it because giving zero fucks and doing it because I want to do it. What would you say to the people that are listening to us, man? Like, what's the, yeah. the balance between yeah. these two things? Great question, man. And I have the answer. But first, based on something you said in the beginning when you started, that's going to be me and uh, Pablo's newest product, how to beat the cock-sucking algorithm. That's going to be our new, our new product. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our new one, right? Yeah, I got a lot of views. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, great question, bro. And, and this is something we talk about all the time. All the time. Yeah, it's a concept uh, in regards to the balance, the question that he asked about not giving a fuck and doing what we want to say and then what the audience needs. I can best sum it up in uh, two phrases. Sell them what they want and give them what they need. And that's the key because I can give you lethal information, but if we talk YouTube for a second, if I title it right, where I know a lot more eyeballs are going to go and click yeah, without, yeah. you know, being stupid or right? like clickbait, all that stupid shit people talk about. I mean, yeah. legitimately looking at the title of how somebody else who needs this information, but on a surface level, how they would look for it. Cause you know how it is. We, we know what you think is a problem is not the problem. It's something else. So never. Yeah. yeah. Whatever they search, that's that initial problem. I want to label it that or point to that and then give them the information underneath that they really need. That's going to cause that change. And, and that's yeah. why, you know, we always go back and forth about that. Cause we're like, fuck man, why don't they just realize, <laughs> you know, but the majority is always going to go that way. Yeah. And I think that that's really the key dude, because then you reach as many people as possible. Then the, 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 uh, the information is so lit and woke that it just. 
right? yeah, the, if, if, even uh, you know tying that down with what i do with my profession fashion right yeah. i get this question all the time like how can i be myself and what did you just be yourself <laughs> like now how, how can i be myself and do whatever the fuck i want to do without you know having to like being fake or i have to put on a suit really i fucking hate suits so i say the same thing and this can be applied into any other aspect of life right any other 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 aspects of success like when you get to a point and brian he's been saying this for like since ever when you get to a master's point then you can do whatever the fuck you want to do literally because now you have i mean just you you've been doing this for far too long and now you have like the, the degree of a master, if that makes sense. Like people now know you, they know what the fuck you're doing. Now you have a reputation, right? Maybe you can start doing different things. But for people that are just getting started, always what I say is you have to know your audience and give them what they want. Of course, I mean, it's not that you're going to lose yourself because just like in fashion, okay, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Wait, okay, so I want to walk naked down the street, right? I want to go to fucking Target and be totally naked. I can make, don't be stupid, right? The same thing happens with your with Instagram, I, I, I believe, with fucking podcasts and all that. We have to know the rules, right? The rules of the game to then be able to move around them instead of bitch about it. I'm like, ah, damn it, man. I have to wear a suit. Fuck, I hate that fucking suit. No, dude. You can still be yourself in quotes. I fucking hate that. You can still do you. Know your essence and do it in a, such a unique way, but without... You know, literally giving zero fucks about what everything, everyone else is thinking. But if you really don't give a fuck, which is a trend right now, and something we can talk about right now, people thinking that, oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck what you think. Like, dude, I mean, let, let's be real, man. You do give a fuck. I mean, come on. I mean, you do give a fuck. It's just that you have to be wise about this shit. It's not just giving a fuck about everyone. It's, you have to pick it. You have to be selective about the people that you, that, that, that you actually care. For example, I care about what, my friends think about me, about what, what content I deliver for my followers because I know that they're getting something. Of course, I care about you motherfuckers because otherwise, I'll be like, fuck you, motherfuckers, I fuck you all, you bell. Like, well, you're going to end up alone, right? You're going to end up, I don't know if you have the greatest content in the world, you're going to end fucking alone. And the same thing happens with fashion. I have clients that they are the best people in the world. They are so fucking phenomenal. They have a lot of intelligence. They generally have something to offer but because they dress like shit, guess what? People don't pay attention to them, right? Even if they're phenomenal, even if they're very smart, but if they look like they're homeless down the street, they're going to be like, people will reject them. Yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I completely agree. And for those people who follow me and haven't been following me too long, if you remember in the beginning when I was new in real estate, I wore a fucking suit 24-7 because I knew that's what people expect. Now, Two things I want to say with that. Number one is I did have fun with it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I still got different colored shirts. And, you know, obviously I was door knocking a lot. So I got the running shoes and they were crazy, you know, kind of really creative in the sense of how they looked. So within that framework, I kind of bent the rules a little bit, but still within that framework. But I looked at it this way. I said, you know what? I'm going to come in, but using and playing their game, right? So wearing the suit. They're, yeah. not gonna, they're not going to know what the fuck hit them because I'm going to come out of nowhere, <laughs> right? And, and, and I saw that as an advantage. I said, these motherfuckers have no idea who just stepped into this game, but I have a yeah. suit on, so they're going to be like, oh, it's just another realtor. I'm like, okay, motherfuckers, watch. G- give it a couple months and you'll see. So that's the mindset that I adopted to it instead of what do most people do, like you said, ah, fuck, I don't want to wear a suit. It's not me. I didn't even own a fucking suit. I had to get a suit for my fucking dad because I didn't yeah. even own one and it Damn. didn't fit. So, I mean, I, I was an athlete. All I wore was fucking, and he's, Pablo still gets on me. I wear Jordan shorts and fucking life beaters. And he's like, you look, like shit. You look like shit, motherfucker. <laughs> so, and he hates it, but that, that's just what I did for so long. So, it's looking at a suit. I was like, who the, uh, like, oh, I can't be myself. That's not me. But I started, looking, I started looking at it differently, even before yeah. I knew any of this stuff and knowing Pablo. I said, you know what? Okay, cool. Well, this is the game I have to play. This is the world that I'm entering. Uh, but I can I can shake shit up and, and, and change it up later. Like uh, uh, I love the example we always use of like Will Smith and Fresh Prince. Like uh, when, he <laughs> yeah. the, when he went to the academy, he put the jacket inside out. Yeah, like what's up? Yeah, I was yeah. like, man, that's creative as fuck. Like, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> so you know, think of it like that, where yeah. like you're bending the rules. And 
but you're still within the framework. So yeah. I just took a different attitude towards it because me bitching about it wasn't going to change the fact that people expect, you know, a real estate exactly. professional to be in a suit. So especially being younger too. So you have even more of, of, you know, blocks against you like, Oh, you're too young. Oh, you have braces. Oh, you have no experience. Why would I give somebody else the ammunition to yeah. give them more reason to not work with me? Like you said, the person who has great information, but they look like shit and nobody listens to them. So you can do whatever the fuck you want later, but people have it backwards because you tell them, step the fuck up with your style. Well, look, bro, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg wears sweats all the time. It's like, he's yeah. a fucking billionaire. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Fuck. He, he created he sweats, something. When he wore sweats at Harvard, no one knew or gave a fuck about who he was. Right? Yep. You think the average guy that looks like him, that's not a billionaire, can walk down the street in their sweats and, oh, man, God, your, your mind is beautiful. Like, like <laughs> who's this fucking bum? Right? <laughs> so they look. They look at it backwards and they look at the exception to the rule to define yeah. everything, which is incorrect. And I've been saying that you have and all our teachers have for years. Stop yeah. defining the rules by the exception to the rule. God damn. God. God. And you know what? Even, I mean, the, God damn. What the fuck? Something. It's the spirits. God damn. We dropped, we dropped so much knowledge, the spirit. Yeah, they were like, whoa, shit. Yeah, so anyway, uh, even if you want to, you know, maybe you do want to pay attention to the exception to the rule. Man, okay, you want to do it because you want to be the exception of the rule as well. Maybe, okay, but I totally, you guys are not getting what Brian is saying or what, what I'm saying, what all of our teachers are saying is that you're focusing on the wrong way because you don't want to take in the job. You don't want to take in the struggle. You just want to, Get already. Okay, so if Mark Zuckerberg is doing it, then I can do it. No, no, no. He had to went through a lot of shit to be able to dress like that and now not give a fuck. You don't want to do, you don't want to take in the steps. You don't want to go through the struggle, right? You don't want to do it yourself because it's easier to see that one person who is doing it and you're like, oh, well, I can do it as well. Yes, motherfucker, you can do it. We're not saying that you can't do it. You can. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you have to earn that shit. You have to earn that position so that you can wear the fucking Crocs and maybe do it something fashionable because it's all a fucking manipulation of perception, right? Maybe if you really want to do it, if you really work upon it, you can make Crocs great again. <laughs> you can make Crocs like something who's, that's really fashionable. Maybe you can do it. But you focusing on just that one person and not, not instead of focusing on the process that that person had to went through, you're focusing on the end goal. Like, oh, he did it. I can do it. Yeah, but what did he do to get to that place? Now, that's the better mindset, right? Like, okay, I'm going to do the same shit that he, he, he was doing so that then when I get to that position, now I can say, fuck you. I told you all motherfuckers. I'm the exception, the exception of the rule as well. But I mean, people got it all wrong, and that's true. And it resonated with me. There's a quote from Miles Davis. Phenomenal. He's a phenomenal trumpet. Uh, he was a very good jazz player. He used to say, man, sometimes it takes, it takes you a long time to sound like yourself. Take that and use it in, as, in many other things. It takes a long time, maybe, unless you are part of the fashion matrix or part of the modern success, because that's, exactly, that's exactly why we're doing our shit. But it's going to take you some process, right? It takes time to get to know you, to get to know what works for you. So that example that you gave on fashion, like you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Shit, when I got started on fashion, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing either. But we had the balls to step in the game, not knowing what the fuck we were doing, just like you and I boxing, right? We don't know what the fuck we're doing. I just got my ass whipped last time I was there. Clearly, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm inside the ring. I don't bitch about it. I'm, I don't shy away from it. I'm inside the ring playing the game. That's something that people lack these days, right? They, they see all this information, but they don't want to apply it because I really don't know why, man. I, I know that I, you and I talk about it when we're together all the time because I really don't understand what's the algorithm of these motherfuckers, of these people that mm -hmm. they don't want to go through the process. They think of the end goal like, oh, I'm just going to get it. No, man, go through this. And if you're going to get criticized, so the fuck what? It's going to happen. You stepping the fuck up with your style, me teaching you about fashion, right? You're going to have to make a decision of changing the colors. And of course, a lot of people are gonna start criticizing you. You're gonna get a lot of attention. So that, for, for the majority, is just like a, nah, 
it's not for me. You know, oh, you know what? I tried it, but it's really not for me. Like, motherfucker, you haven't even started. You, you don't even know how powerful the teachings that we're giving you. And you're really like, ah, nah, well, you know, I, I, I saw it on, uh, on GQ also, you know I mean? I love what you're doing, bro, but no, you know, it's really not for me. No disrespect. So, <laughs> so that's, that's what I see. You know, it doesn't matter if you don't know what the fuck you're doing as long as you're doing it. And through time, through experience, you're going to find yourself like you did. Because even when you were, I remember when uh, you were posting your pictures door knocking with a suit, uh, with your tennis shoes. I was like, this motherfucker, it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but now that, I, you know, I got to know you, I understand now your style. Your style is creative. So it totally makes sense that you were, even though you didn't know what the fuck you were doing, you were still throwing in a little sunset, sunset a little splash of yourself, a little splash of BC, which is the sports guy or whatever it is that you are, right? That is, I think it's senior to everything else. And of course, you can get a mentor. I mean, if you really want to take the shortcut, which is not really a shortcut, but you can get a mentor and we'll help you. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, man, I agree. And, you know, I thought about that quote that you said from Miles Davis is sometimes it takes a while to sound like yourself. And I already thought of two scenarios that that's totally relatable that I think will make it even more obvious to the people listening. I think of first, when I got into sales, we all learn the same scripts and techniques. It's not until you master those fundamentals and techniques that you then adopt and kind of create your own style. Right. So that's really what it's about. You don't become, quote, natural and smooth until you learn the fundamentals and go through it. And then everybody in that sense is unique after that. I think of us boxing, right? Me and him in the beginning, and I'm still doing it now, even though I fucking don't like it because I feel the fundamentals is too rigid for how I would want to move and box. We still have to learn the fundamentals. Once you master that, then you adopt your own style like all the fucking pro boxers do. Some of them move more. Some of them are more just inside fighters. But that's fine. But they all went through the same school of going to amateurs and learning the fundamentals. It's the same thing. So literally what he said, it's sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes it takes in sales years to find your style. Sometimes it takes in boxing years to find your style. So it's the same thing. But what he just said about somebody avoiding that beginning, that's the downfall. You'll never find, quote, yourself if you avoid that beginning uh, section. That's like where the, where the fuck would I be if I would have quit the first one, two, three years or, oh man, like I'll get a message. Oh, I've been trying for, oh, I've been trying really hard, Brian, for two, <laughs> two or three months and I'm not getting anything. I'm God like, how many, how many times did I tell people for three or four months when I started in real estate, I didn't get shit. And I was, and I tell people, nobody in that three or, three or four month period that's ever messaged me has even come close to the level yeah. of effort that I put to put every day, not even yeah. close. Yeah, And yeah, I yeah. went three or four months with nothing Yeah, with that level of effort. So yeah, if it was yeah. their level of effort, that three months would turn into a year or two years of nothing, right? So that's what people need to get. But in that process, I found myself. So why yeah. do people come to me now to learn how to sell and communicate and do all, do all this other shit? Well, because I was so fucking dedicated that we reached a certain level with these fundamentals. Now we can adopt our own style and it seems like, oh man, like, were you always good at selling? Dude, if you would have met me three or four no. years ago, you would have said no. So yeah. that's, that's the beauty in it. That, that's really the beauty in it. And I think, now, go ahead. What do you think? I have another question for you, brother. What do you think about people that they get this datum, this data, right? Or they get this like splash of power, right? Uh, I can imagine us boxing, you know? Our teacher, our, our, our trainer, he teaches us one great combination and we feel like, damn, now I can whip some ass. <laughs> and then you get in the ring and you feel all cocky, right? You get all cocky out of this small combination, this combo that it's not really, you're not good at boxing. You just got a new combination. And now you think that you're good at boxing and you're going to get your ass whipped. Now, applying that onto sales, right? People, maybe, maybe they, they get one of your products, just one. And of course, they're going to get a lot of beautiful information. All of a sudden, they feel like they can't, they, they, they don't want to learn from you anymore because they'll, ah, oh, I get it. You know, I already got it, man. Like, brother, this one product was enough for me. Now, fuck you. I don't need from, to learn from any of you. And you're like, dude, it took me years to get to where I am, right? It's fucking years of dedication. No one else have invested more like you have, or like I have on, in our realms, right? But every now and then, people, they get this small, like the tip of the iceberg, and they feel empowered. 
but uh, we realized that there's just, you know, like, dude, you, you don't even have, you, you don't even, uh, you're not even on level one and you already think that you're on level 100. Like, what the fuck? What do you have to say about that, bro? Well, you know, when I think of that, when you brought it up earlier, I thought of how everybody was brought up. You know, when we went to school, uh, you got made fun of if you did something wrong, right? If you got rejected by a girl, you got made fun of. In class, if you got something wrong, you got made fun of. Um, so I think that in itself has kind of created this, this fear in people that has been wired in them from childhood to do anything wrong. So when we say, hey, it's not going to be easy, mm. that or in their mind, they're like, shit, okay, I'm going to make mistakes. So, okay, I have to be willing to make mistakes, but then their programming says, no, you don't make mistakes because then that's pain. So now they're in the limbo like, oh, shit, what do I do? And this yeah. and that. But yeah. it, what the first step that I took was looking back and saying, man, this belief or philosophy of you know, not making a mistake is holding me back and I need to go with the belief or philosophy that moves me forward and gives me more freedom, period. People mm. need to come to those decisions because then we go, oh, well, how do you do that? You just fucking do it. You just make a decision. That's literally what it is. To change your belief system, you find a new belief and you replace it, right? That's it. That's it. If you spot the old one and you become aware of it, it can be replaced. That's as simple as it is. I don't have to create a product or write a 63-step system to overcome an old belief. You literally just do that. It's like the kid who never thought um, getting a Lamborghini was possible. Then he meets somebody who has a Lamborghini. All of a sudden, his new belief is it's possible. In that moment, yeah. it changed. It's that simple. But it, that belief will change and people are still like, oh, it hasn't changed. I haven't felt anything. I haven't had uh, an epiphany or an aha moment. Uh, 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 it, it never happened. So now what do they do? They go back into, Oh, well I need to figure everything out, bro. I need, okay. So here's the thing, Pablo, I'm going to study as much as I can about style. <laughs> then I'm going to go to you when I'm ready. Okay. So wish you all the best. Dude, that, ah, oh, man, you just nailed it, man. That's, that's what it's all about. God damn it. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It makes us laugh. Right. Because uh, I think people, I mean, I understand why people don't give a fuck about our struggle. People don't get really, I mean, understand this. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give you the real truth, right? The ugly truth. Exposed. I, ho I hope I have your attention because this is real. This is some real shit. Um, no matter your story, no matter what the fuck has happened to you in the past, no matter what the fuck you've been through, nobody gives a shit about your story. Like literally, mm -hmm. nobody gives a fuck about what, what you're doing, how much, struggle you're going through right now like nobody gives a single fuck what they give a fuck though it's your results regardless i mean i don't i don't care how much you've been struggling if you found a way to keep at it even though you were struggling that's what the what the world wants to see that's why we see brian with his fucking beautiful lamborghini and i don't know how i don't even know how many fucking cars you own right now man like six seven eight six shit that's <laughs> it we see you on social media, of course, and we're like, damn, this motherfucker can do it. I can do it. You make it look easier. We make it look easier. That's what the world wants to see. That's what the world focuses on. But they don't focus on the other part, man. Like all the struggle that you have to go through, all the shit that you have to put up with, everything. And that's why I always say to people, man, don't get caught up in your story. Get caught up in the action because action is not about you. Action is about the thing itself. It's about what the fuck needs to be done. It's not about you if you feel good about it, if you feel bad about it, if the fucking uh, stars are aligned. You motherfucker, you do the action. I don't care if you feel good, if you feel bad. It's not about you. An action is not about you, goddammit. Guys, understand this. Any action is not about you. It's about the action itself. That's why Brian, me, and our friends, we're so good at what we do because we don't give fucking excuses. We feel like shit sometimes, you know? You are fucking uh, tired. You are fucking, you know, you have everything going against you. You still do it because you know, you realize that it's not about you. It's not about, oh man, I don't feel like it. Motherfucker, I said I was going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. That, that's something that is really, I resonate with and it's really beautiful. And I think people don't get it, man. P people don't really don't understand. They get caught up in their stories. They get caught up in just the, the, like what's, on the show, what's behind the curtains, they don't give a fuck about that. If we're trying to explain like, okay, I know that I'm putting on this show, right? And you love it. You guys love my show. Okay, cool. Now, you wanna do the same shit? Yes, I wanna do it, Brian. Okay, come backstage. I'm gonna show you the whole, the whole thing, how it works. And they're like, ah, no thanks, fuck you. I'm like, dude, 
I mean, how can I help you if you don't want to find out how the whole goddamn system works? Like, dude, what the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, dude, because you're right. And that's one of the big ones is people, uh, they take action or lack thereof based on their feelings. I mean, fuck, how many days, even just if we think about boxing, like, God damn, sore as fuck. Okay, cool. We're yeah. leaving in 20 minutes. Let's go. You know? And like, even though your body's like, fuck you, I don't want to do it. It's like, nope, we already, we're doing it. Bro, not going to lie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cool, man. I think this is a, a good place for us to stop for now. Uh, we can open it up to questions. If you guys have questions here on Zoom or on Instagram. Awesome. I see somebody said to me, I watched uh, like all your YouTube videos last night. Impossible, brother, because I have over a thousand videos. Yeah. To do that in one night would literally be impossible. So um, I, I think you're underestimating the total amount of videos that I have on my YouTube. That's something that I always say to people too. Even, oh, I watch all of your lectures. Like, motherfucker, you're underestimating my teachings because even if you watch it once, you have to watch it like a hundred times to actually absorb one of the teachings that we're giving. Like, come on, guy, come on, damn shit. <laughs> right, let's see let's see if we have any questions 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 i got a question for you man when you're coming back to cali uh april march end of april end of april and oh also by the way and i want to ask your audience and you as well what, what do you feel about making a a big ass like huge event not charging people just maybe the the cost of how do you say it? the the el, el costo de la inversión yeah. how do you say it? like what we invest for you know the Does that so that we event, can get yeah. like, you know get like huge people like i don't know 500 people or something like that i don't know yeah. i'm just i'm just throwing the idea out there man i don't know we can you, yeah i would have right? to rent a, a big auditorium because if it's for free everybody's coming <laughs> <laughs> well it's going to cost them like 15 bucks 20 bucks something like that just the the i don't know how to say it the investment money <laughs> there we go yeah no i'm down i'm down damn damn guys yeah so if we do it <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna do it or not but i'm just throwing the idea out there man so a question came in so then you are saying your story doesn't matter does it affect your ability to take action yes yes your story doesn't matter well, your story matters only after you've gained certain momentum. Because I always say this, I use my stories, right? I have a lot of things that I don't say. You know, Brian knows most of my stories, but I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking going around people just telling my story. Hey, like, do you know that at one point I was living in the street? Do you know that at one point, you know, I, had, I, I was broke? Do you know that at one point I had to do some crazy shit to be able to take money? Do you know that at one point I was banned from a country? Like, they're going to be like, you're begging for acceptance. Like, I don't give a fuck about your fucking story. If you yourself, you keep it to yourself so that you can always remember that story and you, it pushes you forward. Like, I'm, I am not defined by my story. I define myself by the actions that I take every single fucking day. My story, even if it's bad, if I was abused, because I've never said this before, but at one point in my life, I was abused, brother. You don't even know that. And when I was living in Switzerland, I had to sell... I was doing some crazy shit for the old ladies, literally. I was selling, I'm not going to say anymore, man. <laughs> but I was selling myself, man, literally. Yeah. And there's even a nastier story behind that that involves taking a shit. And I was getting paid for that shit. Man, I have some crazy stories, literally. Some crazy, badass stories. Pablo, why are you so nasty? Because I'm a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> so if I get caught up in my story, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be defined by that story. And it's so small where you can become something greater than your story, right? So, of course, if you are defined, if you let that your stories be, uh, they define you, if you let them define you, your actions are going to be limited, okay? But if you don't allow your stories and your past to define you, then your action is going to be limitless. You're going to be like, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to do it. Oh, no, but you know, you're a paisa. You're a paisa from Mexico City. I mean, you're not supposed to live in LA, right? It's so, I mean... LA, bro, are you sure you want to live in LA? It's so fucking expensive. I mean, you're from fucking Mexico. How are you going to do it? My background is telling me that I can't do it. Literally, I can't do it. I keep, I keep getting laughs from my own family, from people around me like, dude, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be able to get the fuck, you know, Trump is not going to let you have your fucking citizenship. I'm like, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. 
do you, right? And if I allow these stories, this background story, of course, my actions are going to get hindered by this story. I'm going to be like, uh, oh, you're right. I'm just from Mexico City. Why do I talk in English, man? I, w- I shouldn't even be doing this, man. You're right. <laughs> I do, but motherfucker, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do because every action. <laughs> do you, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> Yeah, you you get defined by your, the actions that you take every single fucking day. And your stories, they are there to empower you if you allow them to. Now when I go to seminars, when I do my seminars, when I'm talking with Brian, I use some of these stories to make a point, to connect with people. I tell them, dude, I was living on the street. Now look at me. Dude, I'm supposed to be a fucking homeless mom, but mom, motherfucker. Now look at me, man. Looking sharp. I have more money than anyone else in my family. Just today, I had to lend a lot of money to someone because now they know that they can come to me and say like, Hey, I know you have some dollars. I know you have some dollars. Like you shining. I see you shining. I'm like, God, okay, man. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. So don't allow your story to define you, man. And, and use your story instead of being used by it, use your story to be able to connect with other people and to give them some value, to give something back, not, not to be like this, you know, self pity motherfucker like because most importantly you can do anything you put your mind to it <laughs> okay Paolo, what's the first step bro what's the first step i need help help please uh, <laughs> that's funny dude oh, but- um no man um i agree all i was gonna say was if i do use my story i draw power from it that's it so i use it to my advantage that's it that's it for me um, let's see another question i'm about to take my real estate license pre-license test what should i be doing right now in terms of social media uh simple holly if that's your name i just document the journey and what you're doing and what you're going through that's all i did in the beginning for the first two years on real estate uh, on youtube that's it i just said i'm doing this i'm going door to door i'm making calls i read this book and i learned this i went through this shitty situation this is what i learned from it i just documented what i was doing and you'll attract an audience there's a lot of people who are going to watch you who will never like never comment but some of them, when they need to buy or sell a house, they're going to contact you and say, hey, Holly, I've been watching you. I haven't said anything, but we're ready to buy or sell a house. And that's mm-hmm. how you start building your social media. And on top of that, mm-hmm. if you become known in your city by other agents like I have on YouTube and social media, then you're going to start getting referrals. That's how you play the game. Yeah. Any events in Florida? Um, I'll be in Florida in August for the Florida Association of Realtors tour, but I think that's in Orlando. Mm. yeah yeah it's in Orlando but that's August something so it's months away which will be here very very shortly I, I have a question for you bro why do you say to people that they don't take full full advantage of their of their team of their team members or their you know their trustees or something like that you know there's a saying that you are the five people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. or something like that right yeah. I don't, I'm misquoting it but I see that there's a trend going on with people that even though they know they have you, right? Maybe people from your program, maybe that is happening. Mm-hmm. They have you as the mentor, as a, someone they can rely on, like a part of the team. You know, you have a fucking powerful team member. And instead of using you, they want to, they feel so fucking empowered by themselves that they're like, nah, you know, I just did it on my own. And you, you're left with, dude, we're supposed to be a team. Like um, maybe someone inside of the team BC, he goes or she goes to buy, to, to sell a, a home on their own. And you're like, dude, that's why you have me or Loida or someone else. Like, dude, yeah. why don't you use those? Why don't you use this information? It's like, yeah. I want to connect with someone. I want to make a phone call, but I don't have a cell phone. Like, why don't you use this technology? What do you have to say about yeah. that? bro? Well, it's become cool now. And almost like a bragging thing for people to say, oh, I'm self-made. I did it all by myself. Mm. I think that's one of, one of the major contributors. And it's sad because it would be like, um, I don't know, it would be like uh, three or four lions who can form an alliance with themselves in the jungle meet. And they're just like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to do it by myself. I know together we can rip shit up and I know you're willing to help me, but you know what? Fuck you. I'm just going to go by myself. Right? So... It literally has become, it's like you were saying earlier, bro. It's pride and ego. Like, oh, I, I, I don't want to give anybody else credit. I want to do it all by myself. That way, when I, if I make it, I can say I did it all by myself. And you know why? The number one reason is because it looks cooler 
on Instagram and YouTube for you to say, oh, I'm self-made. Yeah. No, no one helped me with anything. I came from the bottom and I did it all by myself. And it's fucking retarded, right? Like I <laughs> wish, I wish I had a fucking rich uncle to be like, hey, Theo, teach me everything, dude. Oh yeah, here's, here's, here's teach you about money. This is how you become a millionaire. Because now I even notice when it comes time to, uh, when people ask, oh, how did you do it? If somebody does have help, it's like they don't want to talk about it or say like, oh no, I didn't get, I didn't get any help. It's like they're yeah. right. Yeah. Same thing with, I noticed this also, uh, I don't know how it was for you growing up like in Mexico, but here in the States, even when people back in the day would ask you where you're from, it was, it was cooler to say you were from a more ghetto place than to admit, <laughs> than to admit, oh, I live in fucking uh, Colonia del Valle, you know, like, oh, I live there. It's like, oh no, I live, I live in, I live in S- South Mexico city central, you know, like, <laughs> It's cool to do that. So it's almost you want to give yourself a disadvantage because in the in the scene, in social media, in the social group, it sounds cooler. So having an advantage is frowned upon. And you know where that comes from, dude? It comes from most people being jealous pieces of shit and people are ashamed to fucking say it. That's why. Because if, if people were not embarrassed because of it and nobody said anything, Everybody would proudly say, oh, I'm from fucking, I'm from Beverly Hills. Fuck yeah. Oh, you know, I grew up like close to Beverly Hills and I'm kind of in South Central and it's kind of like, and and, and anybody listening to the recording will be able to say, oh yeah, because I think even when I was younger, I did that a little bit, not totally, but even a little bit because everyone else is trying to like one up each other. Like, oh, I'm from, I'm from the hood. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. It never made any sense, but I think it's directly connected to this too because it's the same mentality. You know, I don't know if you ever experienced that, dude. Yeah, I did. I did. I actually, I experienced that. But yeah, you're so true because you know what? Your ego is not your amigo. (laughs) 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 That's so true, dude. That's, I mean, people like to be seen like they're the badass all on their own and I still don't get it. And I, that's, that's why I think one of the main reasons you and I keep killing it keep crushing it, keep expanding, keep, keep doing our thing, keep killing it. <laughs> Wish you all the best, much success. Because I'm, I'm proud, man. I'm so motherfucking proud about the mentors that I've had. I'm, I proudly say I'm IMC Nation. I proudly say fucking Modern Success TVC. I don't give a fuck. That, that, that sense of, uh, of connection, I think now, bec- maybe, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe it's because of social media. This idea that you can be famous on your own now you don't need like back in the day it was really fucking hard to be on media to uh, someone to listen to you now you can any schmuck can start a fucking live stream and do something stupid Mm -hmm. and he'll get likes he'll get shares so maybe we're instead of connecting more as species now we're disconnecting more we're more disconnected than ever in society just by virtue of that what we just said right what you just said instead of uh, connected with someone who knows more than I do and being proud about it, I'm like, nah, fuck Brian, man. I don't want to learn about that. I don't want to learn about that motherfucker because I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. I'm like, what? Shit. And even, even the people that say that are self-made, you and I know there's no such thing as being self-made. There's no motherfucking way of being self-made. There's always going to be even just one person that is helping you. At least one person helped you in the world. You're never really on your own. That's some bullshit. That's some, that's some misconception, man. I don't know. What Absolutely. You Even if you built your business on your own, but you watched one or two people on YouTube to learn from them, they helped you. You still weren't self-made. Yeah. You got information and, and knowledge from them to help you get to where you're at. So you're still technically not self-made, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I totally agree, dude. And I think part of it too, especially for the people who have a bigger following, man, I think there's a certain level of insecurity because if somebody comes in, mm-hmm. And they put them on camera with them, and that other person is machingon, like better. I think they're like, oh shit, <laughs> they, they might like yeah. this guy a lot. And then some of my fans are gonna go to him, and I'm gonna lose them. And then it becomes this pride thing again, like, oh, I wanna be, I wanna be the center of attention, you know? Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with it too. And we're, we're getting some uh, truth bombs out here, man. We're getting to the bottom of fucking psycho- psychology shit. God damn. Damn. You got a question right here. Can you remind us how to detach from your ego? Your ego is not your amigo. (laughs) Well, um, you know, I've learned a lot in regards to the ego, but what helped me the most, um, and and this is just kind of like a thought process that I use that essentially the byproduct was kind of detaching from my ego was I 
put myself in a lot of situations and let's say I was going to do something like make a call or take some sort of outwardly action in this reality, I would look at the stem of it. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And if the answer that I got of why I'm doing that activity or thing pointed only at something that was like self-serving in a sense, then I knew that my ego was involved. And that's kind of the process from a, we can say a very mundane standpoint and not being too spiritual. So people get it. That's what helped me. So for example, Um, me taking my ego out of a real estate deal, for example, in, in negotiations, a lot of agents want to say, Oh, I'm going to negotiate harder on this deal. So I get the best, I get the award for being the best negotiator. Well, you're putting yourself first before your client and that's using your ego, right? So I'll fight for my client, but I start asking myself, okay, by going this one extra step, is it just for me or is it really for them? And if I start saying, well, yeah, it's just for me. So I can say, oh, I, I saved them $100,000. Then I know my ego's getting in the way. And that's how I can detach from it and do it. That for awesome. me, Kat, because you asked, that's the most mundane way for me to explain it that anybody could understand, even a child. That's so powerful. And it, 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 it ties up with spirituality as well. You guys know that I'm spiritual ass. How do, how do you detach from your ego? Because he's not your amigo, <laughs> bro. But wait, 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 wait bro. You, what do you mean you're spiritual? You cuss too much, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm spiritual. Ass. <laughs> it's uh, when when you are truly, truly, truly on the spirituality path, right? Which is not even a path. A path requires point A, point B. When you are becoming spiritual, there's no path. You can't go from here to fucking here, right? From here, to here. you can't go from here to what? If I go to the moon, that means that I'm spiritual? Like, what does it mean? So people, they have a lot of misconception when it comes to spirituality, so fuck that, all right? The point that I'm trying to make is when you are truly getting into that, you realize that it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. When you start including the well-beingness of others, just like my brother Brian just said, well, that's when your ego, it's, you use it to grow, to, you know, to have some sort of a pride in yourself and things that you're doing, but without getting lost in it. So how do you detach from it? You can detach. It's like saying, I'm going to detach from my brain. Like that shit just don't make no sense. People trying to meditate and then tell me, Pablo, how, can you teach me some sort of meditation where I can just shut my brain down in my mind? Because I'm thinking about a lot of shit. I'm like, motherfucker, it's like trying to stop your heart as you're meditating. Stop your liver as, as you're meditating. It's impossible. It's part of who you are. Our ego it's not against us. It's not, our, it's not the enemy. Ego is not the problem. The problem is that we're being used by it instead of us using it, just like Brian said. So you detach by it by understanding that it's not about you. You have to take something that is greater. And I know that just saying that for a lot of people, is, it's like it's impossible. Something greater than me? There's nothing greater than me. Like, <laughs> like motherfucker. I mean, that, that, that's how you know that your ego, it's greater. You know, it's all about you, 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 me, me, me. When you involve the well-beingness of other people, you know, sharing your stuff and whatever, that's, and really caring about others. I think that's one phenomenal way of getting rid of your, of, of your ego. Right. Yep. Love it, man. So I guess we can, uh, shut it down. We've been going for an hour. Instagram, man. Instagram shut me down because it only lets you go for an hour. Really? So, uh, Damn. We've, uh, <laughs> bro, we're so woke that we shut down Instagram. God, we're so woke that the spirits came down and we're like, oh shit, you're, you're, man, your spirits are laugh. Cool, man. So we can wrap up, dude. Yeah. If you have, uh, obviously for the people listening on like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play and all that stuff, make sure you announce before we stop right now and I do the final ending. Okay. You announce your social media and your YouTube and everything. Thank you, brother. Well, yeah, I'm going to take the opportunity here to, if ever, ever, anyone is interested in listening a little bit more on you know, waking up from the fucking matrix because we're living in a god cock sucking matrix and becoming a better version of yourself. You can follow me at Style Systems, right? At Style Systems on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, just fucking everywhere. And I also have a podcast that the, fir- the why I got inspired on making my podcast is what it was because of my brother Brian Casella. So uh, you're gonna see a lot of phenomenal shit. It's called the Fashion Matrix. You just can find it everywhere as well. And if I may add my program, can I do it? Absolutely, yeah. Awesome, brother. So my program, it's, it's, on, it's a Teachable. For you guys that are familiar with that platform, Teachable, where you create like a masterclass, it's called the Fashion Matrix as well. And it's a phenomenal program. It's for the elite. It's not meant for everyone because I put you to a test. 
you're probably going to cry. <laughs> you're not going to feel comfortable because uh, this program is for those that are ready to take it to the next level. All right. If you think you're ready, go there, see it for yourself. Go to stylesystems.net, see if it's for you. If it's not, then that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I recommend you guys get on because I'm on the program, right? Yeah. And it's, it's something that I've said for a long time. What he teaches is, is something from the past that is reemerging. So it, it's better for you to take advantage and get on now versus waiting because there will be a time when history will yeah. repeat itself and that will, be, that will be the norm and he'll be at the pinnacle of that. So it's better to get ahead now versus waiting. Uh, but thank you, dude. Thank you, Pablo, for being here. Everybody else for being here. Um, as always, we'll wrap up. Team BC Sold for all your real estate needs. You can find us online or email us at Sold at gmail. Number two, Modern Success. If you're listening on Instagram, make sure you go to the link in the bio. Otherwise, go to briancasella.com just like you see my name. And lastly, eXp Realty for all the realtors. If you haven't joined yet, go to join.exprealty.com. Get signed up or you can message me personally for more information. All right. Salute to everybody. Pablo, wish you the best, bro. Much success. <laughs> Love what you're doing. Keep crushing it. Keep killing it. Bru Bro, uh, thank you. Just last question. Thank you for having me here. Uh, how, how do you keep doing what you're doing and not sleeping? You know, like, uh, <laughs> well, I'm kind of an insomnia. <laughs> uh, and a shout out to the fashion matrix, matrix, matrix. <laughs> thank you, brother. 